Welcome back to a Love Like This podcast. We are so glad you are here. Join us as we share the stories, memories, and messages that help shape not just our lives, but the lives of our incredible guests. Together with some of our amazing friends, inspirations, and teachers, we bring you stories of faith journeys, life lessons, and advice, all centered around building an abundant life. You have a place here, you have a purpose here. So here we go. Hello everyone and welcome to A Love Like This. I don't know if you're listening to this in the morning with your breakfast like my parents do or if you're driving in the car, going for a run, whatever it is that you're doing. We are so thankful that you've taken time to just listen into this week's episode with Jessica Clark. Jessica, we found Jess like oh, a couple of years ago now through Instagram and I will never forget, I was looking at her page and I was like, I want to be friends with Jessica Clark. She looks like one of my, she could be a friend. And now we are like truly life friends with her and it's just amazing. It's the coolest thing ever. Um, Jess is an incredible person, incredible soul, the sweetest human that ever existed. (laughs) She's incredible. She has so much wisdom and so such good advice um, to share with you all this week. Yeah, so the vibes that I got from Jessica was just like having a friend over coffee who has such great and real advice. Jess keeps it so real on all of her social media platforms and just is so unashamed of who she is and I love her for that. So we get into all about self-care, skincare. Jess is almost an esthetician. She has one more exam left and then she's a licensed esthetician, which is amazing. So she, if you guys want skincare advice, listen into this week's episode. We get into self-care. We get into comparison. Jess's journey with an eating disorder that she was going through during college at Ole Miss. And we just get into a really good conversation about what our life should look like in defeating comparison, replacing it with the truth of who God is. Jess gets into who God is to her and who she is in him. And it was just such an encouraging conversation. So just to start off, could you just tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself, what you've been up to? Yes. So um, my name is Jessica Clark and I moved to Denver, Colorado in December to be in the same state as my fiance. So I'm engaged to a man named Ben Higgins mm-hmm. and he was the bachelor on the ABC TV show about five or six years ago. Um, so he obviously has a large following. I acquired a following when we started dating and, um, Anyways, now we live in the same state, which is wonderful. We're getting married this year. Um, I graduated from esthetician school, so I have one more exam until I'm officially licensed. And yeah, we're just hanging. Wow, that's so cool. I still, I love the story about when you acquired all of those followers from Ben's one post that time. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to share that? Because I love it. It's so good. (laughs) Yes, I So Ben and I had been dating for like three months Mm -hmm. and we're like, okay, it's time for us to make our relationship, you know, public, whatever that means. And I, I didn't think it was going to be a big deal because he had been the bachelor so long ago. And so I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I wasn't familiar with the Mm -hmm. world. I was like, people aren't going to care that much. Like there's no way. (laughs) And so we posted a photo um, of us in Honduras and I was on a work trip. I was um, a saleswoman in Nashville (laughs) and I was on a work trip and I was like really sick to my stomach from being in Honduras, like a third world country. And I was in the bathroom and I came out of the bathroom and my phone was like vibrating, Mm -hmm. like insane. Like it was like hot. And I was like, what happened? And Ben had posted the photo and like not even told me. And I checked my phone and I'd gotten 30,000 Instagram followers in like three minutes. 
And oh my gosh. Thanks for the warning, Ben. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I was like, when we started dating, I was like, tops, I'll get like 10,000. Like, it's not going to be a big deal. It was crazy. It oh was my insane. gosh. Now you've got, oh my gosh, how many more followers till 200? Not that numbers oh, matter, but I checked this morning. I was like, you're on like 199. That is crazy. I don't know how many, but that's my goal this year is to get to 200. So yes. So maybe 2021. That's no, good, it's that's amazing. I mean, I've said this to you before, Jess, but really it's encouraging to see just like how real you are on social media. You know what I mean? You don't get that these days and you're just posting about your life. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. it's, it's great that you do have that amount of followers because it's so needed, you know, more real. I forget that people that I don't know follow me all the time. <laughs> No, like, I love how open you are about everything. I'm like, people just know this about me, but no one does. No, and like I right love now, that. like my face is so beat up because I, I, uh, what experiment on my face all the time because yeah. I'm an esthetician, yeah. and so I got a laser on it, and my face is so beat up. And I like went to post a story today, and I watched it, and I was like, I. I actually can't post that. Like, I actually look terrifying. And that was the first time that's ever happened to me. Like, normally I'm like, eh, it'll be fine. But this yeah. time I had the sense. I was like, no, I can't do Oh, just oh, No, because I saw in your skin account this morning. Like, I told you guys that this would be. And Ben was like, it looks like carpet burn. <laughs> I was like. Yeah. That's what this morning Ben was like. It looks a lot better. It just kind of looks like you face planted on a carpet. And I was like. Okay. Oh, Great. thanks. That makes me feel so much better. <laughs> That's, That's so, fun so funny. Um, so just like we both know this about you, like we were just talking about, you're super passionate about like self care and skincare and like taking care of ourselves. What moment in your life were you just like, this is what I want to do? Like this is what I'm good at. I'm passionate about it. Like where do I go from here? Like when was that moment for you? So I I've always had acne in high school and college. I had like cystic acne. So I always cared about my skin slash like Mm -hmm. wanted it to look good. And I did like antibiotics. I did all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, then I, so I started to work for a wellness company last year and I got introduced to what an esthetician was through the wellness company. I started to go to an esthetician and I was like asking questions, like, how does this job exist? Mm-hmm. And then my grandfather passed away from cancer. And mm-hmm. so I started to do research about like cancer causing things just in daily life because he was so healthy and I was so confused. And um, so I learned about all the chemicals that go into skincare. And I started to kind of like play around a little bit more with, more with my skincare, mm-hmm. like spend a little bit more money on it. And I kind of like realize the ingredients that work and like how your skin works just through my own personal education. Mm. And so then my wellness company had to kind of shut down during COVID because we were event-based and you can't Mm. do events. And so I decided to go to esthetician school. Yes. Wow. I think in my family, I don't think I really, I didn't know what an esthetician was until I saw you on your Instagram. And then now we get facials done, but I, I want to say like my skincare, like love for skincare happened when I was 12, like when I was in grade five, because Paige and I would be addicted to watching like YouTube night and morning routines. And we'd see these skincare products and then we'd go to like the local pharmacy and just get all of the products that we use. And I just put so much stuff on my face as a 12 year old girl, not that I needed it, um, but I uh-huh. loved it. And I think it started from my grandma, her mom. So my mama, she would sleep with like a flat pillow, apparently like a pillow that wasn't even, you know what I mean? Like it didn't have any height or anything yeah. like that. I was like to my grandma, cause my grandma's like she has 60. No How old's grandma? No, she's in her. Oh, she's, she's almost, 70. Seven, almost 70. 
I think, no, I think I don't know. Grandpa's like anyway. I don't know my grandma. That's <laughs> really bad. No anyway. wrinkles. No, no wrinkles. She, her wanna, skin, Jess, Jess, I want to send your photo one time. Like she has no wrinkles flawless and she does her makeup skin. like flawless. Absolutely flawless. And I'm like, Grandma, how do you do this? And she's like, my love, like, because she she's, knows she's Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> she's like, I've just always taken care of my skin because her mom would sleep with like this flat pillow and it would stop her from like getting like a double chin and it'd make her skin look nice. I don't know how that works, but apparently it does. And so my grandma taught me like you need to moisturize upwards and she taught me all of the ins and outs yes. of skincare because her skin's unreal for a 70-something-year-old. Yeah, it's, it's Okay, crazy. I'm about to buy a flat pillow now, I guess. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you get, apparently it's a game changer, so that was amazing. But Jess, I want to know, for someone who's like, okay, doesn't have a good skincare routine, I'm mm-hmm. so bad at my skincare routine because like we told you how we've been on camp lately, I was like using makeup wipes, quickly moisturize, and that's it. What what do you think is a good skincare routine? Because us and our sister have conversations about this all of the time where we're like, yeah. is it six steps? But like, how do you even know what you need? You know what I mean? So what does your routine yeah. look like and how can somebody sort of know what their routine I'm should so be like? I'm so sad to hear this right now because I'm dying to know. <laughs> I know. So it totally is different for everybody. I have my tried and true products that I have tried on every single skin type and that I know like won't at least irritate people. Um, so a big thing to look for is pore clogging ingredients and then hormone blockers. And so this is like a very basic routine that doesn't have any of those things in it. And it's very effective. Mm-hmm. So it is the full lane balancing cleanser. I don't think full lane ships internationally, which is a bummer. Um, I haven't checked that. Cause I, yeah, I've seen you like promote them and stuff like that. And I haven't even checked. Uh, they're the best. Yeah. Um, but it basically is like a charcoal, clean cleanser. Um, I really love it. Another good cleanser option is, um, gosh, you know, what? I don't know if any of these companies ship internationally now that I'm saying it. Oh my gosh. I'm going to say it and everyone's going to hate me. Um, no, it's fine. Cause then they, I guess they can just find products that have similar ingredients. Yeah. Just find similar ingredients. Yeah. Um, if you go to a website, so one of the products I was going to recommend, it's clear stem and on their, on their website, they have pork clogging ingredients to avoid. So you can look at those cause they won't make you break out. But, um, I, anybody can use the folane balancing cleanser, mm-hmm. the clear stem celery new serum, and then the folane, um, protect and replenish moisturizer. That's like the bare bones basic. Like your skin is going to glow. If you use those three things, mm-hmm. Um, something to add in, in the morning would be like a vitamin C serum or any sort of antioxidant serum. Mm -hmm. And then something to add in at night would be like an acne treatment or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like something that has mandelic acid in it. And I would spot treat wherever you're having breakouts or clogged pores. Um, that's kind of like my, my basics. Wow. And then sunscreen's important, isn't it? Oh, yes. Thank um, you. Really? <laughs> All day, every day, reapply every two hours. I have like a little powder that I reapply every two hours. That's so important. Really? You have powdered sunscreen? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It's whoa. like in a little, I, it's somewhere around here, but it's like <laughs> a little like brush. And so like, instead of like powdering your face 
with like a compact, yeah. you would just do this and then powder your face. Like, oh my gosh, drunk. how convenient. What? That sounds amazing. I'm so bad with my sunscreen. I like, because I remember when I got my facial, I remember I remember emailing you about, I'm like, okay, I'm getting my first ever facial today. Um, and you told me to keep my skin nice and hydrated afterwards. But yep. she told me, she's like, there's no point in doing skincare if you don't wear sunscreen. And I was like, no, Ooh, because I don't, I only wear sunscreen when I'm at the beach. You know what I mean? So I remember yep. to put on my SPF. 50 plus every morning. Could you talk to us? Like we've heard this story before, but I just loved it so much. Like your journey through college, because that was like a pivotal moment in, I mean, your entire life. Could you just talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah. So I went to college on an an athletic scholarship. I ran track and field and cross country at a division one school um, in Mississippi. And so it was like really competitive. And I I only ran for two years because um, I guess it's kind of started in high school. I started to run with a really competitive coach and he like made me really think about the food I was eating. And that wasn't really in a bad way, but it kind of became like this obsession. Mm. But then I got to college. I got hurt in my first six weeks of school and everyone else was training and I wasn't training. And so I developed like into more of an eating disorder where I would eat and I would purge what I had eaten and, um, just to like try and stay in shape because I couldn't work out cause I was hurt. Mm. And so then my sophomore year, I did that for a year until my sophomore year when I got a bone density scan and I found out I had osteoporosis, which is, as a 20 year old, which mm-hmm. is basically like really, really brittle bones. And yeah. I just wasn't like, I wasn't feeding my body. Like I wasn't nourishing it. I was actually like stripping it of what it needed. And even then, like I didn't stop, like I still, would binge and purge, it probably got a little bit worse, to be honest, after that, because um, I just kept getting hurt because my bones were so brittle and I was running so much. Mm. And so then um, one day I like woke up for a workout and I did my normal like binge and purge. And I looked in the mirror and like I saw like my hair was falling out. I had cystic acne. I like had bags under my eyes. And like my body like wasn't toned. It was just like trying to hold itself together basically. Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of like, well, I grew up in a Christian home, but it being a Christian was always like easy. Like I always had chapel or went to church with my family. And so I wasn't going to church or anything in college. And, but I knew I had all the knowledge of who Jesus was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, so that morning I heard, like, I swear I heard God Mm -hmm. tell me like, you have to stop. And then mm. like no specifics. And so I was like, well, I guess I'll just stop everything. So I went and I quit track. And then I went to the honors college that I was enrolled in. And I dropped out of honors college. And I also was on a pre-med track in school. And I dropped out of that and switched my major. Mm. And then I called my parents and like told them I needed to come home. So I drove home and I told them about my eating disorder. I went into therapy and I applied to other colleges because I wanted to transfer um, and so I was like going to finish out the semester at Ole Miss and I was going to leave. Mm-hmm. And my last semester of Ole Miss, I got invited to church mm-hmm. by like a random person in one of my classes wow. that I never saw again. Mm-hmm. And, um, I went to church and like forgot how much I needed that community. Then I got involved in, in on, or in on-campus ministry. Mm-hmm. And from there, like my faith just kind of took off. Like it became such a relationship and it became something that like I needed to like 
ground myself and like my identity shifted from like being an athlete to like being a daughter of Mm -hmm. the Lord. And that changed everything for me. It changed like my spirit, like my personality, Mm -hmm. like my, where I got my joy. And Mm -hmm. it, it's just grown every day since then. Um, I didn't end up transferring schools because I got involved in something outside of sports that I loved and I made new friends and it just like, it was so looking back now, it's so crazy to see how that was the perfect place for me because there were so many days that it felt like it wasn't. Mm. Um, and like seeing the Lord's hand in that whole situation, mm. like mind boggling. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's so, I, I think it's so beautiful when we, when we know the character of God, when we look back and we're like, I was in a place where I was so broken, you know what I mean? In your eyes, how you were. And then God, you just heard God in that moment and then everything turned around for you and he made it for good. Like he always does. So that's mm-hmm. so beautiful, Jess. I love that. I didn't know the details of that entire story, but wow, God is good. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I I always like, I can never remember who I tell every single detail to. The gist of the story is always the same. Yeah. But. Yeah. No, I love that you included all those bits. That's so beautiful. Jess, I feel like in that moment of you looking at yourself in the mirror and you could see that like you weren't, not like you weren't your best self. Like I'm not looking good right now, but you knew in your heart that like, this isn't me. This is not how I was created to be. How do you think like, what's your advice for somebody who's like, how do I know what my body needs? Cause I know I struggle with that too. I'm like, oh, like I definitely need to work out cause I feel lethargic. I feel dehydrated and I'm not drinking enough water, but truly like, how can somebody know like, what does my body need right now? our bodies are so much smarter than we are. Like our bodies know what they need before we do. And Mm. so like, so even last night, my fiance was like, I feel so tired. And we both work out at the same time every morning. And I was like, well, you probably need to just sleep and not work out. Mm. And this morning he was like, I feel so good today. And I was Mm. like, probably because you slept an extra hour. Yeah. But like, you know, like if your body's tired, don't work out for a couple of days. If you like are feeling hungry than eat mm. when you feel full stop. Like it's not, we, and in the culture that we're in, we overcomplicate these things and we like try to make it so complicated and like only eat in a certain window or like only eat these certain foods, but like, that's where it becomes unhealthy. And so, yeah. you know, if, if you're hungry, like drink some water first to make sure you're not thirsty mm. and then get a snack. And like, if you want chocolate for your snack, like have chocolate for your snack, but like have vegetables at dinner. Like It's just, you know, your body, the cravings that it gives you and the things that it wants, and it's just slowing down long enough to listen to it. Um, And that's something that has taken like six years for me to understand is, Mm. you know, my body knows what it needs before I do. And I just have to trust it and listen to what it's saying. And Mm. then I'll feel good. Mm. That's so true. That is so, is so true. true because I feel like our brains go like full speed ahead and like you don't yeah. even just stop to be like, wait, what's my body actually telling me right now? Yeah. And then you like feel tracking like because just I had to go get a blood test for like mm-hmm. girl reasons that I won't say publicly on a podcast, but you get my gist. I had to get a blood yep. test because for whatever reason, I was like dead tired by midday and I had like already slept until like 9.30 and I'd go to bed at a pretty decent hour, but I'm like, why am I so tired? I remember Ben adding a few things on his story about it as well. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. Like what's going on? So I got a blood test and, and I have to see another doctor about it because she wasn't very thorough with the results, but apparently I had like some weird hormone imbalance or something. And then my iron levels were perfect. I'm like, what? Huh. How is that right? Cause I don't, 
I have to say like, I don't eat much meat. I only eat like chicken and whatever's yeah. for dinner basically, but I will never go out of my way to eat like a good steak or anything like that. I'm like, what? Well, I this- yeah. I'm like, what is going on? Like, this is so weird. And then I realized I'm like, wait, when was the last time I've downed like three liters today? Like I haven't, you know what I mean? I don't, I mean, your measurements are like yeah. different over there, but I hadn't, you know, had enough water. I'm like, maybe that's it. And I hadn't been working out either, which was weird as well, because usually like when yeah. I work out, I get more tired, but now I realize I need to work out in order to have more energy. And I've seen you down, like you've had two water bottles already. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I, I crushed these. What? The huge one. It like, well, it has the time. So it, I make it, I'm so competitive yeah. that I make it like a competitive thing. So like it has That's little so cool. notches on it until 9 p.m. of how much water to drink. But like I'm already done, which is <laughs> huge for me. Oh my gosh, but that's so good. That's so cool. It's great. It just it it's a for someone that's competitive, I'm like, oh, 7 a.m. I gotta get there, you know? Yeah. I don't know. What yeah. the heck? That's the sickest invention ever. I know. That's so smart. Gosh, I'm yeah. so bad. Okay. That's I'll get that. so smart. Um, okay, Jess. So for someone who I guess a girl or a boy, um, they're looking at themselves in the mirror and they're like, I don't look how I want to look or I don't look like her or I hate what my body looks like. I guess what would you say to someone like that? Or rather, what would you say to your younger self? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. What would you say? To your, what would you say? Because we're 19 and I know when you were 19, like you're in college and everything. What would you say to your 19 year old self? Um when people tell you that comparison is the thief of joy, they're being completely serious. My mom used to tell me that all the time. And Mm. it's so true. And I went to a college that like every single girl around me was the most beautiful girl I'd ever seen. Like it's like a reputation of the school I went to. Mm. And so I would just walk around campus and compare myself. And like, I ended up buying jewelry that I didn't actually like just because all the girls had it. And like, I would like buy these outfits that were not me, but like everyone else had them on. So like they had to be cool. And mm. like that girl is my height and she is that thin. So I should be that thin. And like, even there were a couple months where I was like, should I dye my hair blonde? Cause yes. everyone here has blonde hair. Like literally I, I was just comparing myself over and over and over mm-hmm. again. And when I graduated college, it was like, no, like, because you are different, that's what makes you cool. That's right. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what makes you have friends. Like mm. your friends don't need the same of like the same. That's your right. friends need what you bring to the table. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a part in scripture where it talks about all of the different, like it compares, oh my gosh, I'm going to totally butcher this. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and bring it. Y'all might know what I'm talking about, but it talks about all the different body parts. And yeah, like right, how, yes, like, Jess, this is the verse of the day. <laughs> Romans wait. 12. Seriously, I read it this morning. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait, like on your do you know it? Because yeah, I'm going to butcher it. I don't have my phone. It is. Hang on a minute. I'll get it up. This is literally the verse of the day. So it says, wait, I'll read it. It says, uh, in this way, we are like the various parts of a human body. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way around. The body we're talking about is Christ's body of chosen people. Each of us finds our meaning and function as a part of his body. But as a chopped off finger or cut off a cut off toe, we wouldn't amount to much, would we? So since we find ourselves fashioned in all of these excellent excellently formed and marvelously (laughs) marvelously functioning parts in Christ's body. Let's just go ahead and be what we were made to be without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something we aren't. 
I'm like grinning. Was that actually the verse? Seriously, today? I'm not even kidding. Wait, I'll show you, Han. It's my. It is one of my favorite passages because it is such a reminder of like you've got to be yourself because you hold this world together. Yes. You're, like yes, this so whole good. body of Christ doesn't work. Like if if we had like a hundred pinky fingers and nothing else, like we would just be like. <laughs> nothing like you can't move so true yes have everything else so yes yes I just love it that is so true Jess we can relate so much I I feel like we've told you this before but with the whole like I need to dye my hair blonde because everyone here's blonde oh man so so many many times times. and it even like (laughs) flowed over like again Ben gets angry at us because we talk about Instagram in every single podcast episode (laughs) but like it even flowed over into Instagram I was like literally trying to be so many different bloggers I was like I need to use this preset because I think it's important to bring it up because everybody's on it every second of every day you know what I mean it's so relevant but I'm so with you when I'm just picturing like walking around campus being like she's that height because I'm like okay she's five three and a bit I'm five three and a bit but she's that skinny and I'm like wait shouldn't I be that skinny and then we would dye our hair countless amount of colors so we've gone a natural color now praise God we were born with our hair color for a reason it looks beautiful (laughs) thanks Jess thanks Jess um but it's so true and like I wanted to ask you as well how do you think in your own words like in the moment where you were like, that's it. I'm, I want to be myself. You know what I mean? I want to fully embrace who I am in Christ. What was that moment like for you and how can somebody really defeat comparison? Cause I know it's an everyday battle and we're always going to experience it, but in your own experience, like how are ways that you sort of over, overcame it? Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's an everyday battle. So it's not like I still don't struggle with it. It's not like I walk around thinking that I have nothing to change about myself Mm. or like I never look at another girl and compare myself or any of that. But I do think that kind of building in like a a lie or building into my lifetime to learn about God, like your relationship Mm. with the Lord is like any other relationship. So like tomorrow, for instance, Ben and I are taking the whole day and we're like, just going to spend it with us too, because we just need to like reconnect and like talk and spend time with one another. Like you need to do the same thing with your relationship with the Lord. Like he, he wants to know everything about you and he wants you to know everything about him. It's a mutual relationship. And Mm. so like the more time that I spend just like talking to him or reading my Bible, even if it's only for like five minutes Mm. like it just it grounds me and it reminds me like this is so much bigger than me like I am such a small speck and yes I am so loved and I am so important but it also is not all about me Mm -hmm. and I think that that like will ground me more than anything else Mm -hmm. um when it comes to even just like comparing myself is like humbling yourself at the same time yes and I love love what you said about humbling yourself because it's like it's not about us like why am I thinking about myself all of the time because really like when you think about comparing it is kind of selfish so Mm -hmm. and it goes back to what Jess was saying too about taking the time to really sit and be like okay what does my body need and what does my relationship with the Lord look like like what you were saying about how you're taking it out with Ben we need that with God as well you know what I mean and I I definitely needed that this morning because I read Romans 12 I actually read the whole thing and I it is just such it is so long it's such a beautiful picture of what living with Jesus should look like but it's more like instructive it's like do this you know what I mean do this and you'll get the best out of me and so I love that you brought that up because that was so perfect. Um, Just tell us about coffee shop talks. I was going to bring that up too. Oh, you were? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
in COVID Mm -hmm. or before COVID, I was having these like in-person meetings in Nashville, just with girls. And the point was to like hear from other women, like talk about their experiences that might not be like so comfortable to talk about. Mm -hmm. And then COVID happened. So we couldn't meet in person. So I started a blog and I was, I was doing like a a weekly blog and I was having people submit their stories. Mm. Then I started school and I was like, I'm overwhelmed. I can't do this. So now I'm trying to like do it more on Instagram lives again. But the whole whole point of it was really just like, let's talk about like these uncomfortable things that are going Mm. on that like feel kind of scary, but they're not because everyone's going through them. So Mm. like the goal was just like for it to be, you're less alone because I mean, when I started to talk about my eating disorder in college, all of a sudden I realized almost every girl at my college had an eating disorder. So like Mm. those girls that I was comparing myself to were like starving themselves, you know, and Mm. it made me feel less alone. And also it like takes away this element of comparison when you realize everyone's going through something. So even if you think they have it all together, understanding that they don't or, or them understanding where you're coming from helps. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's so so good. good. I love that concept, that whole concept of like inviting people into a coffee shop and talking. Didn't you like have this rule of like no phones or like you have to come in your pajamas or something like that? No phones, no photos. So So, so like it wasn't a time to like come and like dress up and take a cute photo I mean if you wanted to you could but like not at the talk yeah oh that's so good and it's so needed Jess um I'm so thankful that you came on today I loved I loved this conversation so much wait I wanted to quickly before we go just (laughs) just one more point because when I think about Jess Clark I can't not talk about the jewelry necklace and all that you're doing for Unlocked can you please talk to us about this jewelry line because it's it's amazing yeah this was like such a dream of mine and it happened in 2020 and I so oh, I'm not wearing it like six years ago or four I don't even know <laughs> I've lost track of it. but my mom designed this cross necklace for me and um ever since I got the necklace every single day someone would ask me where I got it mm-hmm. because like it's so dainty and the size is just like perfect it and so I would tell people like you can't get it because my mom designed it for me and so then when I got an Instagram following it was like hundreds mm-hmm. of DMs about it I was one every <laughs> and so um I I tried to form my own company once I tried to form a company with a friend once I had another company reach out about collaborating to make it and they just all fell through And then I had this phone call to be an ambassador for a jewelry company. And um, on the call, she was telling me about how they got started. And um, they employ women transitioning out of homelessness to make their pieces. And they ethically source all of their materials. And she was just going through it. And she was like, we would just love for you to be an ambassador. And I was like, well, that's fine. But like, also, would you like design something with me? Like, do you have that capability? Mm, and she yeah. was like, yeah. And so we just made the exact Jilly necklace and sold wow. it through them. And um, we were able to hire on, I think we've hired on three new makers now. So three women transitioning out of homelessness now have a job. Wow. Two women have bought cars this year from that company. Wow. Um, one woman regained full custody of her kids. Like it has been the coolest thing ever, ever. It's oh, been so cool. Jess, wow, what a, what a project to be a part of. That is wild.
Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode with Jessica Clark. We hope that you all enjoyed it just as much as we enjoyed having it. Like we said in the introduction, Jessica is just incredible. And now we hope that you guys get an insight onto who she is. Um, She's just amazing. Yeah, so this was the first time you guys got a glimpse of who Jessica Clark is. I'm so thankful that you got to know her a little bit uh, via this episode, which is amazing. Go follow her on social media and have a look at the Jilly Necklace, her jewelry line partnered with com- with the company Unlocked. And yeah, just feel free to follow her and um, give us feedback about this episode, whether you enjoyed it, you hated it, whatever it was, just let us know. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to A Love Like This.